hey people um this is um Ezekus again um I'll be talking mainly about today um leadership and conflict involved with um leadership so I'll start first by quoting a bible verse that says to him which much is given much is also required so new levels bring new devils and it bring more challenges and more of everything you're saying i don't want to go any higher moving forward and moving up means more problems the problems you're dealing with right now is in fact training for the next level of leadership and if you don't let it break you then doors open some of the conflict is internal conflict and sometimes your life is moving faster than your mentality when god wants to move you forward it's a step by step process if you get it too fast you can't handle it remember you've been paid to manage trouble and just as you think everything is normal then get hit with a new level of problem and then you have to relearn again the lord is leading you higher step by step so there's another step waiting for you under dimension of life under dimension of leadership under problem waiting for you and if you don't break and if you don't bow and if you don't maintain your faith if you can neutralize controversy learn how to take a leak and keep taking then God will order steps for you that your eyes have not seen or ears heard. When you complain too much, you do like the Israelites, just wandering about the desert without reaching God's full potential. So we need to thank God for all the challenges and ask that He order our steps. He would lead you into this position if He doesn't equip you with what you need. So you might be stressed out right now or be frustrated, but just know that God has a plan. So to the singles before you marry and to the married before you divorce, there's something I need you to understand and think about. Jesus, when he was looking for his disciples, he met Simon and Peter fishing and he asked Simon, whilst he was busy washing his nets, done for the day after many failed attempts of trying to catch fishes and not catching nothing he asked him again to try again it takes faith to try again it takes faith to try again in marriage it takes faith to to try applying for that same position they've said no no to you Fortunately, Peter and Simon listened to Jesus and they caught a great magnitude of fish. Can you believe God has something great for you? At the time, when Simon was washing his net ready to go, or when you're about to give up, they went from failures to the greatest release of blessings. Weirdly enough, instead of Peter and Simon thanking God and praising him, they said to Jesus, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Wow! 
Sometimes we're not ready for God's blessing. Our character is not ready. Your self-possession is not ready because you get scared. You just mentally want to go back where you began. So Jesus said to them, fear not. So the whole problem was fear. Fear for the next level. Fear, fear of taking the lead. So many people think they might not reach their goal. So instead of trying, they rather stay down because they might lose. They said, make excuses like, I'm not going to get married because I might get divorced. I'm not going to apply for that job because they might say no. They've already said no before anyway. That's madness. That's just a lot of internal conflict. Have you given yourself permission to succeed? Some is the fear of success, actually. I want it, but mm, I don't want to deal with the prejudice of, or disaster that comes with it. When you do that, you're just hoping on magic. Like you want some blessing, but magically wants it to come to you. It's like believing God that you're going to get pregnant and not add weight. That doesn't make sense, right? Or wanting a baby and don't want stretch marks. Some of you say, I oh, don't even want to even wake up in the morning and wake up at night. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to wake up and um, throw up occasionally. And if you allow anyone, any internal voice, any doubt to talk you out of it, you forfeit, you forfeit it, and we stuck where you're washing your net like Simon, and you stuck where you are. Honestly, guys, education alone is not the solution. I have friends with PhDs, and they just can't piece their lives together. I've seen people educated and stuck. I've seen people with less talent than you do much better in life. So we need to question. What are you doing to sabotage your own success? We need to challenge our belief system that is stopping us from going to the next level. I want to talk to you about belief system because it's a shame to stop one's own progress. Look guys, honestly, I'm all about progress in all areas of life. I'm all about progress in my relationship, family life, business, job, and even my physical and mental well-being. I'm going to point out some things that hinder us right here. I'm going to point out the hindrances. Number one, I don't feel I deserve this. We already programmed my mind that we are not good enough for that position, that job, that guy. Let me assure you, our God is a big God. Jeremiah 32:17 says, Ah, Lord God. It is you who have made the heavens and earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Even Nelson Mandela said that there's no passion to be found playing small and settling for life. That that's that, that's less than the one you're capable of living. So we have to learn to think big. Our God is a big God. So think higher than your imagination. Number two, some of us just want to be ordinary. We don't want to be different. We're so scared of being different. We don't want to become a target. We're scared of doing something that is not normal. Just because people will oppose you or are shooting at you doesn't mean that 
they sh they shoot you down. We we also scared scared of social change. I fear rejection, loneliness, and claims that I've sold out. People will control you with a we mentality. You know how many times I've heard in my job that black people are not top managers in the company, that we have to stick together to do our jobs silently. Really? With that sort of mentality, you never read the top. You don't apply for that job because you don't want to move to a different city or country and leave your friends behind. You pass that great relationship because you are afraid that your peers might think something about his or her ethnicity. And you miss out on an opportunity that might be the best deal by you being trying to be loyal to the we's and them. Last, and that reason is you, we, are, we are scared and so we flee. Some of us have what they call performance anxiety. For example, I'm afraid I've tried this relationship thing before and dating thing before and I've failed over and over again. So you know what? I'm, I'm going to fail again. So why should I try? Or, oh, this school is a long time of education and I can't be bothered. So if I try and start, I might give up later on. So you just flee. So you mentally program yourself not to succeed. And that point is his perfection. Like with the story of Jesus with Peter and Simon. After everything happened, after the miracle, Peter didn't want to be on the spotlight because he thought he wasn't good enough. And he told Jesus to leave him alone. Have you ever felt like not giving the best of yourself because you're afraid of what others might think? Like, I don't want him close to me because he might see the spot or find out I'm fat. Listen, baby girl, everyone has truck, junk in the truck or skeleton in the closet. And if you wait till all the junk is cleaned out before you do anything, you might be waiting for a long time, like 10, 20 years. The inability to manage these fears makes you a chronic underachiever. You're talking that man out of your life. And you can never become all you can because you can't deal with the conflicts you have inside of you. Another one is the external conflicts. That, those are big ones because external opposition happens to be one of the greatest challenges because it can actually weigh you down. Right? From your friends, from your parents, from your peers, from, from people close to you, from your work colleagues. Why would you become emotional about something you're called to fix? You need to detach yourself emotionally. If you need to be accept, if your need to be accepted becomes stronger than your need to succeed, then you'll be backsliding like Michael Jackson all the way back to the safety zone. And before you know it, you are imprisoned by fear. <clears throat> Leaders has to be the voice of reason. Can you deal with an external conflict in a non-emotional way? Why would you deal with em deal emotionally with something you are called to fix? Did you notice how calm Jesus was when he heard Lazarus was dead? This was his very close friend. If you believe you can fix it, why are you panicking? Battles, battles will tell you. You lose the fight if you become too angry. You have to be leader enough to understand that someone can disagree 
and be with you and still be part of your team and you don't take any resentment against them. Another point I want to say is we have to be very comfortable with controversy. God will always expose you to controversy to toughen you up. God is creating the oven so you are comfortable with what you're called to do. Sometimes people are trying to help, help, but you're fighting you by fighting you. People, you're, sometimes people you're trying to help will be fighting you while you're trying to help them. And if you don't believe that, then you could ask Moses what happened to him when he tried to re- rescue the Israelites from the Egyptians. They gave him a lot of aggravation. He struggled with them and they gave him more troubles than even Pharaoh gave him troubles. And these are people he's been called to help. A great illustration of this is um, Nehemiah in the Bible. He was building a wall for the Israelites, but he was also fought at all angles. In fact, he was building the wall with one hand and fighting them off with the other. So you can't get distracted by just doing what you're called to do. You also have to be fighting with others. So you have to take the two-handed approach, which is building with one hand and fighting with the sword with the other for people that are about to kill your destiny. This concept will change your life forever. In fact, the more you build, the more you battle and finally the ones that battle with you will give up the bible says the wicked she sees from troubling and the weary shall be at rest so remember to him who much is given much is required and if you're going through a battle right now it's because something because you're building something very strong thanks guys for listening